Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Road, snow covered, lots of uh, mishaps reported now. Wheel tracks on even some bigger highways like Arlington Boulevard and Langston Boulevard. Uh, spin outs and slide offs, too numerous to mention today. Just back off on your speeds. Don't be a statistic and uh, use some common sense. In Maryland, Baltimore Washington Parkway getting uh, quite slushy now, not just on the skip lines, but even in the travel lanes at times. George Washington Parkway will stay closed as long as it keeps snowing between Spout Run and the Beltway. Our traffic center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Let's get a check of our snowy forecast. Mike Stiniford. Winter weather advisory continues until 7 a.m. Tuesday morning. Several more hours of snow across the region tonight, uh, tapering off or changing over to freezing drizzle and then ending after midnight. Much efforts and fog overnight lows will be in the mid to upper 20s. Gradual clearing and becoming quite windy on Tuesday. Highs, low 30s. Sunny and cold on Wednesday. Mike Stenner for WTLP News. Snow continues to pile up. We sit at 27 degrees in northwest D.C. 659. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Coming up. Our light snow becomes heavier as the evening goes on with possibly two to four inches on the ground when it's all said and done. We have live team coverage from WTOP meteorologist Mike Stinnerford and reporter Mike Morello out on the road tonight. Plus, there's a growing list of schools that are going to be closed tomorrow. Planning to go into the office tomorrow. Officials say to reconsider. I'm Cheyenne Crenn. An international traveler with measles passed through both Dulles and Reagan National Airports in earlier this month, now warning from Virginia's health department. Sub-zero weather for tonight's Iowa Republican presidential caucuses. Iowa caucuses tonight. I'm very curious to see how this will turn out. Deep freeze. Millions are hunkering down and trying to stay warm. The U.S. defense chief released from the hospital. The Pentagon says Austin has recovered well. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. And I'm Matt Piper in Des Moines, Iowa. The candidates are out making a last-minute push as caucusing begins in one hour. <laughs> Months waiting on this moment. Nikki Haley from a diner in Des Moines to Ron DeSantis at a rally further west. If you're willing to go out there in this temperature um, and dedicate a few hours of your of your life uh, to doing the Iowa caucus, you know, and you're supporting me, I'm going to give you, I'm going to be fighting for you for the next eight years. And the conditions are treacherous. After two rounds of heavy snow last week, it remains on the ground, causing slippery roads. And the wind chill tonight will be negative 40 degrees, which would make it the coldest caucuses ever. But for those who do plan to caucus, some have yet to make up their minds. For myself, I don't know. I'm still trying to decide which candidate I like the best out of the ones that we have. I was actually made my decision last night. And I'll be caucusing for DeSantis. Down to Donald Trump 
for Ron DeSantis. As for Donald Trump, polls have had him well in the lead, and he barely had any appearances today. Those polls show Haley and DeSantis appear to be battling for second place. Jennifer? You can stream continuing live coverage of the Iowa caucuses on the free CBS News app. Wind chill warnings are in effect across the country's midsection. From portions of Wyoming down to Texas and up to Illinois, schools in Denver and Chicago are closed tomorrow due to severe weather. And CBS's Omar Villafranca reports. In Oregon, strong winds reported to have reached 83 miles per hour, leaving an elderly man dead. Parts of Maine's coastline saw record-breaking flooding, resulting in high tide that left streets underwater. In Texas, residents weren't taking any chances, leaving shelves at grocery stores empty as temperatures dropped below freezing. A big concern is the state's power grid. Texans are being asked to conserve energy as temperatures remain below freezing. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is out of the hospital. CBS's Cammie McCormick. He said in a statement that he's eager to fully recover and return as quickly as possible. His doctors say his prostate cancer was treated early and his prognosis is excellent. In Yemen, Houthi rebels claim responsibility for a missile that struck a U.S.-owned ship in the Gulf of Aden. Today's attack came less than a day after Yemen's Houthis rebels fired an anti-ship cruise missile toward an American destroyer in the Red Sea. Now this. Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. 703 here on WTOP, Monday evening, January 15th, 2024. Steady snowfall and 31 in Alexandria. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Conditions are deteriorating across the Washington area as we expect measurable snow to develop on our roadways between now and midnight. Let's get the latest in this live report from WTOP meteorologist Mike Steneford. And good evening, Dimitri. For the last couple of hours since the sun has set, road temperatures have dropped, and we're starting to see roadways become rather icy across the region, and that coincided with the uh, snow pickup and intensity across the region right around sunset, too. And we're seeing an enhanced area of snow moving in from the southwest. It's going to sweep right across the immediate metro area, then up toward Baltimore over the next 60 to 90 minutes. So do expect another inch or so out of this band as it comes through. Total snow accumulations of two to four inches across the region by the time the snow tapers off to flurries or freezing drizzle after midnight. But the big story hasn't snowed much over the last couple of years, so a lot of us have uh, kind of rusty ice and snow driving skills, and things are going to be kind of slick tonight as temperatures stay well below freezing, and we're going to stay well below freezing, or at least around freezing for highs for the next couple of days. And I'll be back in just a couple of minutes with your complete forecast. All right, you walked us right up to it, Mike. Another Mike here, WTOP's Mike Marillo, out on road patrol for several hours, reacquainting himself with winter driving. He finds himself in Clarksburg at this hour. Mike, welcome in. What's going on? Yeah, Dimitri, the difficulty level continues to rise out here on the roadways. I am in Clarksburg, and getting here required driving slow for much of the way on snow-covered roads and some long stops. And by the way, I have a time lapse of my drive from Germ- from Gaithersburg up to Clarksburg on WTOP's X-Feed. So if you go check that out, you'll kind of see what conditions are like. There is snow on all the roads for the most part. Even career drivers are struggling today, apparently. Regency taxi driver Kwasi Abawaji of Germantown says... Very, very slippery. We have to be very careful, extra careful. You know, if you're trying to brake and you tap your brake with force, 
it will throw you away. Do you plan to keep on going throughout the night, or are you going to call it early night? No, I'm going to call it early because it's not too safe. There you go. Even the taxi driver says he's calling an early night because of the conditions out here. We are having a light snow still falling here in Clarksburg, but we do have almost about a half inch of snow on this parking lot that I'm in right now. And you do see a lot of workers out here trying to keep up with the shovels, but a lot of work still to come. Reporting live in Clarksburg, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Okay, Mike, now we've got a bunch of schools closing down tomorrow. Alexandria City, Arlington, and Fairfax County Public Schools are closed tomorrow. Prince William and Loudoun County Public Schools closed tomorrow. Also closed tomorrow, Manassas City Public Schools, Manassas Park City Schools, Falls Church City Public Schools, all closed tomorrow. Culpeper County Public Schools are shut down tomorrow. Fauquier County Public Schools are closed, along with Fredericksburg City Public Schools. Let's turn to Maryland, where Frederick County Public Schools will open two hours late. Anne Arundel County Public Schools on a two-hour delay. Baltimore County Public Schools on a two-hour delay. A delay. Anytime we've got bad weather, just go to WTOP.com to see the full list of cancellations and delays. There's also a lot of other weather-related information there for you. Crews in Maryland, D.C., and Virginia all started prepping the roadways over the weekend, and they are still advising people to stay off the roads as much as possible ahead of this evening's storm. We're bringing all of our crews in early just to be safe in case it comes a little bit earlier than expected, and we'll continue to work in the overnight hours. Ahead of today's storm, crews in Maryland, D.C., and the district began pre-treating the roads over the weekend. Maryland State Highway Administration spokesperson Charlie Gishler advises people to avoid any unnecessary travel and even consider working from home tomorrow. But we do have to go out, remember to slow down the elevated uh, roadways, freeze first, and uh, just use extra caution. Don't be in a hurry. Officials also remind people to always stay behind their plows on the roads. Cheyenne Karen, WTOP News. Well, there's a new warning about measles in our area, and in International traveler with a confirmed case of measles visited Dulles Airport and Reagan National on January 3rd and January 4th, respectively. Now, Virginia public health officials are warning of a possible measles outbreak as a result of this exposure. Measles, of course, a highly contagious airborne disease. It's spread through respiratory droplets. That means breathing, coughing, and sneezing. The Virginia Department of Health is working with those who were in contact with or near this person at the airport terminals and on shared flights. But they're asking all unvaccinated travelers to monitor for signs of measles. An important story if you were at Dulles or Reagan National on January 3rd and 4th. The number of crashes on Fairfax County roads is increasing, so county leaders are closely monitoring data to see where changes need to be made. There were 60 deadly crashes in Fairfax County in 2022, according to new data from a county dashboard. That number went up from 2020 to 2022, but County Executive Brian Hill says he's monitoring trends to see where safety upgrades need to be made. We are trying to make this the most safe and user-friendly, vehicle-friendly, mobility-friendly county in the in the jurisdiction. Hill explains Fairfax County's Board of Supervisors is spending $100 million over six years. To deal with our roadways, with our facilities, to make it more accessible to walking, bicycling. The county's installed speed tables, speed humps, and cameras along some roadways and wants to bring the crash numbers down. The key here is for everybody to be outside and enjoy Fairfax County, not to be worrying about vehicular speed. Scott Gelman. WTOP News. And still ahead after traffic and weather, more talk of ESPN buying a piece of the NFL, a new restaurant opening in Van Ness. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. 
traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Bob Imler in the traffic center. The snow keeps falling and the temperatures keep dropping, but the salt trucks are out there. But give them wide berths when you see them. Don't try to pass them. Uh, they're going to try to keep the roads as safe as they can overnight. Now, of course, uh, slippery conditions on smaller roads, especially uh, bridges, ramps, and overpasses. Uh, crash just called in. Listener said southbound on 210 near 373, a crash uh, in Akakeek. Otherwise, just minor crashes around in Virginia. are still working on one eastbound on 66, and that is before the Roslyn Tunnel. And you're getting by by squeezing to the right. George Washington Parkway has been closed throughout the day between Spout Run and the Beltway and the work zone there because of the weather. But right now, things are in pretty good shape on 395 and 95 and around the Beltway. Not a whole lot going on there. But again, even on roads like the Beltway, sometimes you see snow between the lanes. So again, just back down on your speeds out there and uh, just do things that are sensible in your driving. 270 northbound, local lanes near uh, Falls Road. Believe there may be something going on there, but the main lanes are open. 95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway are all right. And uh, traffic on 50 out to the Bay Bridge runs pretty well. But again, this is a night that it's really best not to be out at all if you don't have to be. WTOP Traffic Studio furnished by Regency Furniture. Celebrate Regency's 34th anniversary with savings up to 34% off furniture for every room. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looks so good. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. All right, Bob, it's Mike Steniford now, WTOP Meteorologist. And as we say, it's not the biggest snowstorm by far that we've ever had in the area, but the lack of snow for the past two years is one factor to, to bring in here. Yeah, we're all kind of rusty in our driving skills and even our walking skills across the region. And temperatures and road temperatures have been dropping for the last couple of hours. Looking at right now, right now, seeing an enhanced area of snow affecting I-66 in between Centerville and Haymarket. This stretches southward all the way down to around the Stafford area. This is going to sweep right across the immediate metro area. It'll put down an additional coating on area roadways. And even the interstates may get a little slick as we see some light to occasionally moderate snow move through the region. All in all, by around midnight, two to four inches of snow across region after midnight the snow will taper off to flurries or for some freezing drizzle but we may see a little bit of dense fog developing that can cause some issues too oh that lows being the mid to upper 20 so obviously anything that falls for the next several hours is going to stick and lead to even slicker roadways gradual clearing behind an arctic front tomorrow the wind's going to pick up we'll get up to a high in the low 30s lots of sunshine but breezy and cold on wednesday upper 30s a bit warmer on thursday but there will be a risk of some light snow by late in the day and a high in the upper 30s temperatures well below freezing rockfield 27, Culpepper 29, and Dimitri gets 29 at Reagan National. Much appreciated, Mike. And uh, we are brought to you this half hour by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News 10 and 40 past the hour. It's time for Jeff Claybaugh. Disney is reportedly in talks to sell a stake in ESPN to the NFL amid declining ESPN viewership. JLL says the number of job postings in the D.C. area for artificial intelligence-related jobs has tripled in the last five years. D.C. restaurateur Ashik Bujaj, whose restaurants include Bombay Club and Rasika, is opening a fine-dining American restaurant in Van Ness. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Asia-Pacific markets lower with Australia's ASX 200 down 1% so far. Families in poverty are facing a global food crisis. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. Still ahead on WTOP, well, somebody is going to get out and 
caucus in Iowa, but a lot of others may stay home in dangerously cold temperatures. We'll talk it over with Ken Rudin. He's the host of the Political Junkie podcast. That's coming up in minutes on WTOP. Black men are the most likely Americans to die from lung cancer, and black people develop the disease earlier in life than others. Federal guidelines have nearly doubled the number of black Americans eligible for lung cancer screening. Insurance companies are required to cover these tests for those ages 50 to 80 who smoke or used to smoke. If that's you, talk to a doctor about lung cancer screening. For more information and to find a screening center near you, visit acr.org slash mylcs. That's acr.org slash mylcs. Big media news. The Baltimore Sun has just been sold. We've got some details about that later this half hour. carsforkids.org. Your car, running or not, could be picked up as soon as the next day. No title, no problem. Go to carsforkids.org today. 1877 cars for kids Donate your car today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts. Matter. Now 715, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. Campaign 2024 on WTOP. Less than an hour from the start of the Iowa caucuses. The caucus locations have opened their doors, though, and we're told that people are starting to gather. If the polls are right, this is a large victory for Donald Trump. We will closely watch to see who comes in second and what effect the weather may have. And we'll take you live now to Ken Rudin. He's host of the Political Junkie podcast. Welcome uh, back to WTOP, Ken. You know, most political reports don't really start with a weather forecast, but we've got to factor in that below zero temperature, The all the snow they got out there. I'm just thinking anybody with a disability, with mobility issues, issues if you're a little older may all be given pause and let's face it those are the very people that are most politically active in our country exactly and i don't think we uh, anybody's going to feel sorry for reporters who have to cover this nah. but you know i've been out there before i've never been out there b- below zero weather but I, it's been very cold and you know you could have the best organization in the world and maybe that'll make a difference but if you have the best organization in the world and they still won't come out because of the weather you know all that work is for naught but you know, nothing I've seen, weather or, or acts of God, anything seems to look like it could deter uh, Donald Trump from what seems to be a big victory. And as always, as we always say this in, in Iowa, the big fight is for who finishes second. Well, and uh, not to get distracted by secondary issues, as you as you point out, do you believe the, the big question remains, does Donald Trump win the landslide victory that the polls have forecast or maybe something short of that? Well, if he does win by the landslide, by the polls that show, and the show, the polls show him with like a, a, a humongous lead. The biggest lead in Iowa history was Bob Dole in 1996, and his, he won by 13 percentage points. It's one of those rare times when somebody won the Iowa caucuses and then went on to win the nomination. So, I mean, you know, everybody likes to spin everything, and they'll say, well, if Donald Trump doesn't do as well as the polls suggest, 
uh, then maybe it's, a, it's not a win for him. But, you know, that's kind of silly. And now where everybody's saying, well, now uh, Nikki Haley has this great momentum. So if she doesn't finish second, is that a defeat for her? And if, if, <laughs> and if uh, Ron DeSantis, who spent all his money, all his organization, all his time in Iowa, if he doesn't finish second, where else does he go? Because that's where all his organization money has been spent. So, you know, a lot of what ifs, what ifs, what ifs. And uh, meanwhile, Donald Trump has no reason to not be smiling now or when the evening is over. Yeah, well, indeed, I'll, I'll try to put a finer point on those what ifs. If you have Donald Trump with a massive victory, Nikki Haley second and, and Ron DeSantis third, at the very least, can we not say that uh, DeSantis is kind of out of it? I kind of think so, yes, because Nikki Haley's greatest state was never going to be Iowa. That was Ron DeSantis' strength. Nikki Haley was banking on a big win in eight days uh, in New Hampshire. The governor there, Chris Sununu, has endorsed her. Not that endorsements mean that much because uh, DeSantis got a lot of big endorsements in, in Iowa, including from Governor Kim Reynolds, and that might not help him. But if, if Nikki Haley finishes second or at least stronger than, than, possible, than, you know, than polls suggest, uh, that could give her a big boost in in, in uh, New Hampshire. Now, I hate to go back to history, but in 1984, when Walter Mondale killed the rest of the Democratic field, the guy who finished second way, way back was Gary Hart. But the fact that he finished second allowed him with momentum. And a few days later, he got the victory in New Hampshire. So stranger things have happened. We'll talk again tonight when we have some results to pour over. Ken, thank you very much. Thank you. That's Ken Rudin live on WTOP's host of the Political Junkie podcast in past years. He's run political coverage for both ABC News and NPR. Top stories we're working on on WTOP. Increasing snow in the Washington area tonight. Two to four inches may be on the ground by tomorrow morning. The latest on Houthi attacks in the Red Sea, even after airstrikes by the U.S. and the U.K. Keep it here for full details. Now it's time to check in with Bob Imler in the traffic center. In many cases, when you encounter a, a backup, say on the Beltway, it's because there is um, salt trucks, maybe a plow train out there, and you want to just be patient and not try to go around them. Let them do their jobs to make the road safer for everyone. But if you're trying to go around them, that is um, asking for trouble because then you could slide around that and uh, get into a crash. Virginia still has the crash eastbound on 66. That's going to be just after the exit for 29 in Roslyn. But uh, things are in pretty good shape outside the Beltway. Now, we have had uh, some uh, spin-outs all over the region. That tends to be the case whenever we have rain uh, and snow like this. Uh, So people are spinning out. It's uh, very slippery out there. In many cases on the Beltway, some of the lanes are just wet. But then you have the ramps, you have the service roadways, and those may be snow-covered. The express lanes tend to have more snow in them because it has lighter traffic. And so we've had some road closures around the region, including the George Washington Parkway between Spout Run and the Beltway. And that, uh, because of the construction zone there, uh, it's not safe even on a good day. So they're not going to let traffic on that for a while uh, until all of this is uh, gone. So slower traffic around the region in some spots, uh, getting colder, getting a little slick out there, especially on the secondary roads. Be very careful. A girl in Kenya dreams of becoming a doctor. An elder in Guatemala dreams of being part of a community. Reach out and change their world. It'll change your own. Unbound.org. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. All right, Mike Stanford with us now, WTOP meteorologist. And what's our situation tonight? Do we expect to see a much more intensifying snowfall here pretty soon? 
Uh, we're not going to see a really intense snowfall, but light, occasionally moderate snow is sweeping in from the southwest right now. And much of the area now seeing a good enhancement of light to moderate snow across the region. Now, snowfall rates of a quarter to a half inch per hour. That's enough to uh, whiten the roadways and make things quite slick as temperatures are well below freezing. So we are seeing the uh, snow and pick up in intensity. And this has been a trend we have been watching for the last couple of hours. So total accumulations by around midnight, two to four inches widespread across the general region. And that's going to be enough to make roadways rather slippery. After midnight, the snow will taper off to either snow flurries or some freezing drizzle, but we'll start to see some dense fog developing, and that will make things icy, too, along with uh, dropping down the visibility. Lows in the mid to upper 20s, so anything that falls obviously is sticking to roadways and to sidewalks. Gradual clearing tomorrow behind an Arctic front turning windy. Highs only around freezing. Blustery and cold with sunshine on Wednesday. Once again, only freezing for a high. Could be some late-day snow on Thursday with highs in the upper 30s. Temperatures for you right now, Leesburg 28, uh, Camp Springs 28, and Dimitri, we're holding at 29 at Reagan National. And we're brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up here on WTOP, keeping you updated on the Iowa caucuses. Those gatherings among voters start at 8 p.m. D.C. time. Some people we can see on cable TV are taking their seats as we speak. Stay with us. Quick, easy, and for the most money. That's the Jennifer Young way when selling a home. This is Dave Johnson. It happened to me when I connected with Jennifer Young of Jennifer Young Homes. Same story for Rick when he wanted to sell his Manassas home. He went with Jennifer Young knowing that, yeah, she could get it done quickly and for more money. And first, she had her contractors perform much-needed renovations prior to listing the property. That's important. And make sure you ask about Jennifer Young's Renovate Now, Pay Later program. Then there were 29 showings in only four days, six offers over the asking price. You can imagine a bidding war that resulted in Rick's home selling for 15% above the asking price. Even better, again, the entire experience not only happened so quickly, but it was stress-free. Hey, want to know your home's real value? Visit JenniferYoungHomes.com. Fast, free, easy, and available 24-7. Just click on Instant Home Value and connect with Jennifer Young at JenniferYoungHomes.com or 877-611-SELL. Kevin Williams Realty, 703-815-5700. This is WTOP News. We are your election source. This is a special report from ABC News, the Iowa caucuses. I'm Lionel Moyes. Frigid conditions as voters made their way to the caucuses in the first election contest of the 2024 presidential race. Former President Donald Trump was leading going in, according to our partners at 538, with Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis trying to secure second place. The endorsements are flowing in. North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum, who has been critical of Trump in the past, now the first former 2024 presidential hopeful to endorse him. He's the person that is the can lead this country in the right direction on the economy, on energy, national security, and I think you're going to see that come through loud and clear tonight. And Democratic Governor J.B. Pritzker of Illinois speaking as a surrogate of the Biden administration slamming the GOP. They're dancing to the same old dark tune uh, that will take this country backward, and we believe strongly that we'll defeat that. Many Iowans are voting in a caucus for the very first time. This is ABC News. Well, we continue to get school closings and delays coming in. You can get the whole list at WTOP.com. A lot of schools in the area have decided to shut down for tomorrow, or at the very least, open two hours late. We're just learning that Baltimore City Public Schools will be on a two-hour delay tomorrow. Baltimore City Public Schools on a two-hour delay. Staying with the city of Baltimore, the Baltimore Sun, the largest newspaper in Maryland, has just been acquired in a private deal by David D. Smith, executive chairman of Hunt Valley-based TV station owner Sinclair. Smith says he acquired Baltimore Sun Media 
from hedge fund Alden Global Capital, marking the first time in nearly 40 years that the sun will be in the hands of a local owner. Smith decided to personally buy the paper, he says, along with the Capital Gazette papers in Annapolis, Carroll County Times, Towson Times, and several other Baltimore-area weeklies and magazines, because he says the publication's focus on local news in the Baltimore area is important to him. 725 on WTO. Sports at 25 and 55. Go right to Frank Hanrahan. NFL playoffs, the Bills trying to pull away from the Pittsburgh.